Welcome to The Investigation. I'm Chris Blasto, Senior Executive Producer here at ABC News, and I'm joined by my colleagues John Santucci and Matt Mosk, who are the lead reporters on the Trump investigation. Joining us today is Congressman Seth Moulton, who's also running for president, and he is an outspoken voice calling for impeachment of the president, not only about the Mueller investigation, but also about other things that the president has done. It's not a a political question. It's a moral command. It's not a decision. It's a duty. It's our job, and it's high time we do it. So let us not become bystanders to our own history, but lead with courage and do what's right. Thank you for joining us, Congressman. The Mueller testimony got delayed this week, but it seems like a lot of the air has come out of that balloon. Do you think so? Has the country lost interest in that? Well, I don't know, but I don't care, because we spend too much time in this party debating the politics of impeachment when the law is very clear and our constitutional duty is clear. This is a debate that we need to have because it's simply the right thing to do. And that's why I voted for it way back in December of 2017, before any other candidate in this presidential race. Because at some point, we just have to recognize that doing the right thing matters more than polls or politics. I even noticed that during the two Democratic debates a couple of weeks ago, impeachment and Mueller were hardly mentioned. It, it, it almost was an afterthought. Why is that? Well, I think it's a mistake, but I think it's because there are people in our party who are afraid to, to, to pursue this. Uh, they're worried that the politics may be against us or it may, may make it more difficult to win in 2020. But the way I look at it is I swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, not the politics of my party. And Mueller has made it very clear that we have a constitutional duty to pursue this, uh, pursue, pursue impeachment. And, uh, and I actually think the politics now have shifted. So one, when I first voted for this back in December of 2017, I wrote a vote explanation that said, um, the politics are tough. The timing is poor. I wish we had more information. But simply based on the merits of the case, this is the right thing to do. Now I think the politics are actually shifting in our favor, and more and more Democrats are shifting towards having this debate on impeachment um, than, than ever before. No one's shifting in the other direction. Congress- I have colleagues on Capitol Hill who are, who, are, who are changing their minds, but they're moving in my direction, not away from it. And I think that having this debate before the American people will expose a lot of wrongdoing. Congressman, let's focus on next week when Bob Mueller is going to come up to the Hill. He has said that his testimony will not go beyond uh, the 400-plus page report that he submitted at the conclusion of his 22-month investigation. What do you feel? I know you're not on those committees, but for your colleagues that are going to be there and have the opportunity to question the special counsel, what do you feel are the areas that your colleagues that are not pushing for impeachment yet that they need to hear more? More about from Bob Mueller? Well, I feel like anyone who simply reads the executive summary of the Mueller report is, can be easily convinced that this is, uh, this is a debate that we need to have in Congress. I don't expect Mueller to say anything he hasn't said in his report, but too few Americans have read it. I, I don't think most of my colleagues have even read it. Have you read the full but report, the, Congressman? 
I haven't. I haven't read every single uh, footnote, but um, I mean, literally every word. But yes, uh, I've read the report, and it's clear that what Robert Mueller has done is conduct this investigation, but come to the conclusion that he can't prosecute because he makes it very clear. The Constitution says that the way to prosecute a president is through impeachment. So that's what we have to do. He's laid it up on a platter. And I imagine that this hearing will be much like his press conference from a few weeks ago when he got up before the American people and actually didn't say anything that wasn't already in the report. But to many Americans, it was new news because they haven't read the report and a lot of the news hasn't been accurately reporting it. I'm curious when when uh, when Mueller sits down, what do you want if if you think the American people who are not fully uh, familiar with the report need to hear something? What is it that that stood out to you that you think they need to hear from him? Well, there are detailed accounts of obstruction of justice, and that's probably the most glaring charge that uh, Mueller makes it quite clear should be uh, debated in impeachment hearings. But to me, the most important, unmistakable conclusion of the report is that Russia wanted wanted Trump elected president. And every American, whether you're the most ardent Trump supporter or the biggest Trump hater, every American should want to know why Vladimir Putin and Russia wanted this guy elected president. That's a national security issue. It's a democratic security issue. It's, a, it's an issue that, it, that, that could affect all of our lives, and we don't know why. Congressman, you also, as I said before in the beginning, you also have called for the president to be impeached about other issues, including most recently the allegations of Jean Carroll, you know, where she claims that uh, she was raped by President Trump uh, at Berdoff Goodman. Do you believe he should be impeached for that? I believe we should have the hearings to de- determine it one way or the other. I mean, that's the, you know, sometimes people get confused by what you mean by uh, be impeached, right? Congress does two things. We debate things and we vote on them. I'm not saying that now is the right time to have a vote on impeachment, but we absolutely need to start impeachment proceedings. That's long overdue. And one of the things that comes up uh, when you when you open these hearings, you, you can you can investigate a range of issues. Um, that's what happened um when Nixon was, was investigated, uh, they uh, raised issues that they didn't realize at first were, um, were, were going on. But having that debate before Congress and the American people is a responsibility that we have uh, as a House of Representatives and as a Democratic Party uh, leading the House. Uh, and I don't know why our, our leaders are so afraid to have it. Congressman, I want to switch gears with you just because you said about earlier how impeachment proceedings allow um, uh, for different access for Congress, right? You're not saying the vote. You're saying just the actual investigation. So one of the things that impeachment would allow um, that so far the Trump White House has been able to block from members of Congress is testimony, right? We've seen the Trump administration block certain members of the administration claiming presidential uh, privilege, uh, claiming executive privilege to not allow people to go and face the various committees like Judiciary and Oversight that are doing these probes. If impeachment happens and if these proceedings do start moving forward, that does open those floodgates. You can call whomever you want to a degree. Who do you want to see testify before Congress that this administration is blocked so far? Well, everybody that the administration has blocked should be testifying. Uh, but but who's again, your number one? I think that, 
oh, I don't know who my number one is, but I do think that um, the most serious charges here are the national security charges, uh, where Trump has endangered the national security of our country um, by playing into what Russia has been trying to do and support his uh, campaign and his presidency. And so I want to hear from more national security professionals in the United States to explain what is going on between Trump and Russia. Why does Trump believe Vladimir Putin over every American intelligence agency? Why does he do Russia's bidding and not the bidding of his military advisors? Those are the most serious charges. I think that we talk a lot about um, obstruction of justice, and rightly so, but the charge I'm most interested in is dereliction of duty by the commander-in-chief of the United States and failing to stand up to Russia and keep us safe. All right, Congressman, thank you very much for joining us. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick break. Welcome back to The Investigation. I'm joined here by Matt Mosk and John Santucci, the two lead reporters on the Trump investigation. And, you know, we heard Congressman Moulton there uh, kind of describe what the it's perhaps the more liberal party line of the Democratic Party of people who really want impeachment. But, you know, he really didn't answer my question when I said that uh, is the wind out of the sails. I, I mean, it's not an issue on the campaign trail. It didn't it, it wasn't barely mentioned during the debate. Yeah, and I mean, Chris, I think what you're capturing is the real challenge now for the people who have followed this investigation from the beginning. I mean, the Mueller report is a very serious and and deeply, deeply researched investigation. And now what we're dealing with is a a political food fight, really, on Capitol Hill, where, where I think the public naturally loses interest when they see something like this devolve. And the fact of the matter is that, okay, if people now say, oh, Bob Mueller's going to testify, people will be clued in. He's testifying, well, now allegedly July 24th. We've been delayed, delayed, delayed. So now we're going to have a testimony on a Wednesday in the dead heat of summer. No one's going to be focusing in on that right now. I mean, if you really wanted people to tune into this, you want to do it in a period where people are actually in a place to pay attention, number one. Number two, and Moulton admitted it to his credit, Mueller has said again and again, nothing is going to go beyond my report. So for the people that maybe have not read the report, fine. But I think it's going to be what's the structure of that hearing? Are the Democrats, they have a plan to get certain things out there that they feel are important. But then you have to think about what the Republicans like Jim Jordan and others are going to do to distract, to try to take credibility away from Bob Mueller during those testimonies. And, and not to mention Bob Mueller, although an, uh, has a, had a distinguished honorable career, he is not a dynamic orator. And it, it's not going to be riveting television and combative TV. It's going to be soft-spoken, reasoned. I refer to page 232 of my report. Yeah, there's going to be a say lot that, of flipping of pages. Yeah, day, 452 yeah. times during the hearing. And that's where it could really blow up, I think, in the Democrats' face. Because... He's not going to take a side on either side, and he's just going to repeat himself over and over again. I will play devil's advocate for one second on that. I mean, I think that the the, the potential is there for Bob Mueller to reveal some of the inner workings of 
for example, we know he wrote the uh, letter to the attorney general raising concerns about the attorney general's executive summary and the politics involved in that. We know there are still a lot of unanswered questions about what was the exact decision-making process on obstruction and whether or not the president could be uh, prosecuted for anything. And I think there is at least an open door for Mueller to shed light on those portions of things that, you know, on, the, on those questions we still don't see answers well, to. Well, I, I think if there's two things that he would go there on, to your point, I think that if he actually tries to explain, is he referring his report to Congress to start impeachment proceedings? Or how does he advise Congress to move forward now? If he does something like that, that actually moves this ball forward, then right. we're and getting something very, new. He came very close yeah. to doing that in the report itself, where there are there is language that essentially alludes to the idea that it is now Congress's responsibility, not the executive responsibility, right. if there are charges to be pursued against the president. There's certainly an opportunity for him to shed light right. So, I'm, but to your point, he alludes if he goes, you know, either getting out of gray, going black or white. I think that would move things forward. The other thing that I think would be, or interesting, if he says, or if he says, yes, I believe there should be an impeachment. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. if he just says it, I mean, that would be a that would that'd be, be a, a moment. Um, yeah. But the other thing that I think would be interesting if he would do it, and I doubt he would. But remember. At, in that executive conclusion of the report, after we actually all did read it, we read the footnotes too, um, he does say that his office referred other cases to 12, uh, 12 plus cases to other jurisdictions. If he gives any sense as to what those investigations are, where are they? Are they uh, here in D.C.? Are they up in the Southern District, New York? That would also give some lines to Congress to see where the breadcrumbs led after Bob Mueller closed up shop. Yeah, or are those investigations in in any peril from the political influence of the administration and the new attorney general? Well, I think it's going to be at least interesting, if not exciting. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. And remember to hit subscribe and give us a five-star rating. I want to thank Trevor Hastings and Shannon Crawford, and we'll be back next week for another episode of The Investigation. 